Welcome to the podcast with Robbie and Cindy, formerly known as the Rebel Fitness Podcast. This is episode number 32. It's Monday, April 4th, 2016. It's 327 p.m. And I'm Robbie. I'm Cindy. And today's topic is balance. Now, why did you want to talk about this today? Well, I, I think because recently I found that when I focus on a particular area of my life that I want to improve, I forget about all the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And, and while that helps get some, you know, emotional or muscle memory or whatever, then, then you, then you have to incorporate it all. And I think that's what, where I'm at now is that I need to, I need to figure out how to balance all of the, all of the various areas and not focus on just one at a time. And I have a really good example of, in a practical way. Um, that happened with one of my students this morning. Okay. Okay. So we're always talking about posture and we're working on different areas and making your spine flexible, blah, blah, blah. Well, so I added a new thing for her to think about today um, as far as using her, her core muscles in the back to keep her body upright. And as soon as she started, got that, then everything else that we've <laughs> talked about just fell completely apart. Her shoulders were up around her ears and she was like hunching over and, and, and she said, I, I, I can't do it all at once. And, and I think that's true. I think that as you start to make different kinds of changes in your life, some things that you've already thought you had conquered or, or worked out in a way that worked for you, they kind of go by the wayside because you're spending all of your energy trying to address a different issue. But once you get to a certain point, then you gotta then you gotta mix them all together. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. <laughs> there is an episode of The Simpsons where Homer says, Marge, you know when I learn one thing, it pushes another thing out. <laughs> Said, Remember that time I took that wine making class and I forgot how to drive? She goes, Homer, you didn't forget how to drive. You were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same concept for it is sure. It's definitely the same concept. Um, I think that's why the most important thing to focus on is the fundamentals, the things that are the ground layer for everything else to happen. Um, I remember one time I was watching Hulk Hogan's reality TV show, and it was really weird because I just happened to watch it. Okay. <laughs> That's a whole podcast in and of itself is that you even watched. No, I'm just kidding. It was just I, on know, t- I have no it. idea how I was watching it. Okay. But I find him to be an interesting character. But um, he said, he's talking to his wife, and he said, get your physical health in order and everything else will fall into place. And I've been tooting that horn pretty much since forever. Yeah. Uh, well, not forever, but I've been tooting it for a long since time. Since you learned that it made a difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think he was absolutely right, is that you have to get the, the base layer taken care of. And then all those other things become possible. Because, like, say say I focused on, like, um, I want to get up early. Or I want to go to bed early, get up early, right? Say, if that's my focus, then if I haven't taken care of the fundamentals, like, okay, am I eating right throughout the course of the day? Am I exercising when I feel like I need to exercise? Am I doing all these things that will make getting up early and going to bed early possible? If I don't do those things first it's going to be very difficult to just focus on that one thing. And the only way to really do it is by brute force. You can't just like naturally start to do it. Yeah. And I think we've learned 
the two of us for sure, and lots of other people have, have, have agreed that that's the case, that doing things by brute force is not a long-term strategy. Right. It, it might be a way to get started. It might be something that serves you in an emergency situation or in a short-term situation, but definitely not in the long in the long term, doing anything by brute force seldom is a lasting so what issue. what areas of your life were you thinking of specifically when you said that you need to find balance um actually I, I I don't think that I had a specific one it's that I always find myself focusing on one and and I get so into it that i I don't even notice that I forgot about the others. Well, I think that's also part of your personality because yesterday it was a really windy day and we were in the house and the light had been flickering for like an hour. We were watching some <laughs> video on the computer or something and I had noticed it and I was just like, okay, the light's flickering. Who cares? And then suddenly, like after an hour of flickering, you said, oh, what was that? And I was like, the light flickering that's been flickering for the last hour? Well, that's I, true. I can focus really your, well. Your ability to focus and put things out of your awareness is a great strength, as much as it is a great weakness. Yeah, yeah. It it, it certainly cuts both ways. Um, personally, I'd like to keep. I, I think I would give up the things that that pass me by because I focused on something, rather than give up that ability because I I find it's it's very useful. But when let's say for instance I'm um, trying to figure out how to sleep better, right? Which I have been. Um, I have. That's that's all I've been thinking about. Well, yeah. and and the and the and the rest of the day, like I totally forgot. You know that I want to. I want to do some choreographies. I I, I, I want to read some books. I want to do this. All I'm doing is spending all my time researching and thinking about what to do about sleep. And. And now that I'm, I'm sort of figuring it out, I, I would just like for my, my daily life to be more balanced, to incorporate all the stuff that I've learned to the best of my ability and move forward as a whole unit, not sleep here, food there, you know, like yeah. it's a race. That, it's like uh, spinning plates. Yeah. Right? Like you got like six plates spinning and then you focus so much on one plate and then the other one's starting to fall. You're like, oh crap, am I going to spin this one? Yeah. I don't yeah. know that that's how you spin plates. It's something like that, I think. <laughs> um, there's uh, So my buddy Bill in Canada, who does the Devil's Bench podcast, mm -hmm. for the month of April, he's he was going to do something called the Kaizen Challenge, which I think in Japanese means total transformation. And it has like these different tenets that you can do but basically he just decided he was going to boil it down to no excuses like the, the no things, better do better yeah he wants to make changes in his life he wants to make like just the same type of stuff that we want to like he he spends like an hour or two on reddit after his bedtime like he knows he's ready to go to bed he's all about to do it and then suddenly he goes to some posts on reddit and it's super interesting and then the next thing you know it's 12 in the morning and he's like researching world war ii tanks or whatever <laughs> <laughs> he's really into world war and old history, history and stuff, stuff. like that yeah. but i i just think like um i i have the the snowballs rolling and you got to get that snowball rolling of I have the confidence in myself to make the changes. 
today we were talking about um we're talking about adam and eve and then you think that it's like actually the apple was literal and that it's a it's sugar right so like at some point people started eating sugar and then they just went cuckoo for cocoa puffs literally (laughs) yeah that's that that's what i think i think that there's a good possibility that that story you know whether it was two individual people but it was actually here's this bountiful earth full of things for you to eat and things for other animals to eat (laughs) and these are not good for you don't eat those yeah and instead we we didn't. We started eating things we shouldn't, and then we started growing things that we right. shouldn't. That's the theory. Before we get angry letters of people. Yeah. <laughs> just that's like, that's just me, my theory. Let me just change the point. Or let me just focus on the point, which is that I was saying, um, so like while we were editing this past episode of Adventure Archives, I ate like crap. I ate gyros, I ate fries, just whatever I could get. I stayed up till four in the morning, blah, blah, blah. That's and, pretty balanced, but <laughs> <laughs> not in a good way. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, you know what that's going to get you. It's like after a certain number of times of doing something, it's like, look, you know how this is going to end. Is this really what your life is about? Okay. Like, is your life really about that moment of eating gyros and while you're eating it, it's so amazing yeah. and you're like, this is so great. How could I ever hate you, Gyro? (laughs) And like, why did I ever say that I didn't want to eat you ever again? And then like in a day or two, when you feel like crap, you got a big rash on your face and you're like, well, I do it every time. Why do I keep doing this? So what's my point? I don't know if I have a point other than just... It's it's, It's the no excuses. Yeah, it's no excuses. No better, do better. It's just old. Yeah. Well, and... Don't. Uh, I'll say this to you. I'll say it to myself. I say it to everybody. And we we could be really hard on ourselves that that those things are old. But as time goes by, you make changes. You know, they're either for for good or for bad. There are some things that I don't like. Like I used to have. I used to buy several loaves of bread every time I went to the grocery store. And when I stopped, I thought, this is not going to stick. I'm never going to, I'm never going to be able to go to the Mm -hmm. grocery store and not buy bread and have sandwiches. I mean, how will I ever feed myself if I don't have (laughs) sandwiches or spaghetti or pasta? And now it, it, I don't even, I don't even know if there is a bread aisle at the stores I go to, (laughs) let alone buy them. Um, And I, and I don't think I ever will again. I, if someone asks me to, but I, but I don't, and, and I might, but that change has happened over 10 or 12 years. Yeah. It didn't happen right away because sometimes when when I already, you know, was in a bad position, I'd be like, I know what will solve all of these problems. <laughs> I should just go buy some really earthy, good spread. Bread. Slather it with butter and all yeah. that. You know, it's like I got to bring this up, even though it's an embarrassment to myself personally, but it's just such a funny correlation that I have to do it. Just like every one of the relationships I've had. Just like I know they're not good relationships and we're not right for each other. And it's like that it's just as simple you as that. Right away. They do not work. But it's the same thing every time. It was like, okay, I'm done. And then after a while you get hungry for a gyro. <laughs> and you're like, Well, let's go eat some gyros. <laughs> and then- 
And then after a couple of days, it comes back and says, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, it does. It only takes like a day or two. And you're like, oh, crap, what am I doing? By the way, I know it's pronounced euros. I just call it a gyro because <laughs> it's funny. And then when I was living in New York, everybody called it a gyro. And there was a sizable Greek population. The, the, they finally gave up. I guess so. I lived in Astoria, which is like the Greek town. And they called them gyros there, too. So yeah. I was like, okay, give me a gyro. <laughs> well, I had never heard of them until I went to college in at Murray State in Murray, Kentucky, which is a pretty small place, and worked in a Greek restaurant with some Greeks, and they called it gyros. Oh. And, they, and they specifically trained all their wait staff and everybody like, don't call them gyros. <laughs> it doesn't sound Greek if you say gyros. <laughs> but I laugh every time you say it, and I've, I've eventually stopped correcting you. You have notice, huh? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm very well aware of it. My favorite restaurant was the Trojan Horse, which is a restaurant in Bloomington, Indiana, where I went to school. And they serve delicious gyros and hamburgers. And yeah. Uh, Anyway, finding balance. So I think uh, just, just lately, it's become very clear it just becomes more and more clear. It's like kind of like this podcast doesn't really need to exist for me anymore in the sense that like I don't need reminders on what I'm supposed to do. I do this because it's fun to do. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. okay. For those of you who are just listening, can't see it, I'm giving him the evil eye like, what are you talking about? You need to be reminded all the time. Or at least you need to remind yourself. No, no. Yes, I need re- reminding, refueling, and all that stuff. But... As far as like what I'm supposed to be uh, doing, okay. like it's obvious. It, it's not obvious. It's so clear and it's so like, it's like saying like, uh, how, how do I keep my shoes from falling off? You tie your shoes. Pretty simple. Yep. Your shoelaces go out, get some new shoelaces. Boom. You can stop thinking about it now. Like, has that ever occurred to you? Like in your since you learned how to tie your shoes, how do I keep my shoes from falling off? It doesn't just you know what <laughs> you I mean. You don't keep worrying about it like like it's a like it's a problem. To how am I gonna out. fix this? <laughs> Yo, you know I think the reason why I said that is because a recurring dream I have. I've never had the teeth falling out dream. I've never had. That I've never dream. even heard of the teeth falling out dream. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Some people have that dream where their teeth are falling out. Huh. I've never had that dream, but one dream I will have a lot is I'm trying to run and my damn shoelaces aren't tied. Really? Yeah. I wonder what that means. I don't know. But in real life, when I don't have my shoes tied and I'm walking around, it just really bugs me. I'm like, these shoes need to be tied and on. I need to be ready for action at all times. <laughs> Which reminds me, I still haven't shown you, the, or maybe I have shown you, I didn't show Sunjin the new way to tie my shoes. <laughs> There's a new, new way? There is a new, new way. Oh yeah. my God. It's, it's all one motion. Again. No looping. Know anything? Oh my goodness! It's awesome. It's really fast. <laughs> well, and it works see, really well. That's another perfect metaphor for learning. Is yeah. you learn one way and you use that for a while, and then you find out there's an even better way, and you're like, oh. Yeah, I think you've talked about that before, and I think finding balance in your life is a process of iterations. Yes. You just keep doing something a certain way until you realize that there's a better way or you figure out a better way or a way that makes it fit better with all the other things that are in your life. Um, and tying shoes is just one of them. That is just one of them. Yeah. Unfortunately for some of the bigger things in our lives, like 
trying to find a moment to have silence, trying to make sure that you're well nourished and well rested and being able to have your creative outlets, all of those things. They, unlike tying your shoes, they don't have simple solutions. And one solution, it doesn't fit all. I mean, tying your shoes or getting shoes that have Velcro or slip-ons <laughs> are, you know, it's, there's, you know, there's a limited, it's pretty black, it's and, pretty white, black yeah. and white. Yeah. Now, h- how important meditation is or how important um, or what the best way to nourish yourself is and to find time to do that and enjoy doing that and be successful at it and not derail and sabotage yourself is a lot more complicated which is why we have to if we if we actually want to be happier and to feel better all the time that you actually do have to stop and focus on one at a time you know our brains can't think of 10 things at once. They can't even think of two things at once. Like if you're thinking about what I'm saying right now, you are not thinking about your shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking about your shoes right now, you're not thinking about what I'm saying. So th- there's some complications there. The I think the difficult thing for many people, why they aren't making those changes, is f- first, they're not even where they can make change. Then you get through that thing. You maybe you've heard this podcast, you've read some book, you've talked to someone. Um, my big thing, I think I've said it on the podcast before, was one of my friends told me she was seeing a therapist, and I was like, "Why?" And she said, "I want to live a better life. I want." And I was like, "Man, you could decide to live a better life." <laughs> like <laughs> that was such news to me, and that was post two thousand, the post year two thousand, because yeah. I hadn't really talked to anybody about that kind of thing before. Um, and then once once you once you know that you can make some change and that you will feel better, it's a long process figuring out what works for you in your life circumstances, what changes you want to make in your life circumstances, what physically biologically works for you. Um, like like we eat pretty paleo. There are people that that will not fit for. I don't think there's anybody that giving up sugar will hurt. <laughs> yeah, unless yeah. you're a hummingbird. Yeah. Then, you know, but if you're a human being, I don't, I think that's, that, that's, that, that is a given that, that, that sugar is not good for you. Um, but there are, there are myriad of things in your health that different people react differently. So they, you've got to figure it out. And it's a, it, maybe it's not worth it. Like I, I have a friend who, who eats sugar all the time, bakes cookies, not so much right now because she's busy, but often just bakes chocolate chip cookies and we'll eat the whole batch share with her kids and she looks at it in terms of if she works out more she can do that ignoring all of the other problems that it's causing but that's her choice that works for her mm-hmm. um and and it's her life and and i'm glad for her that it makes her happy i i don't so you don't always want to make the changes and they're hard to find and they're often complicated but I, for me, it's it's a it's a journey and it's a process worth trying to make. I think it's if you enjoy that process. If you don't enjoy the the process of self improvement or just like what we're talking about, it's probably not going to be worth it in the long run. Like maybe just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. But if you find it, if you're happy, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I you're I cut you off and I shouldn't have. Um, I think you're right. 
if you can't find a way, if you if there's no payoff for you in either being happy with the process or actually seeing the results that you want to see. Um, and one of my students this morning who has repeatedly talked to me about joint pain. And, and every time I indicate that I truly believe, and I believe this with my whole heart, joint pain is caused from inflammation, usually from what you're eating. So if you're eating a lot of sugar, a lot of grains, a lot of pasta, a lot of processed foods, a lot of preservatives, you're going to have that joint pain. So finally, the decision at some point has to be, I don't mind the pain as much as I mind giving up those things, or it hurts too bad. I don't want these. At least try it. Mm-hmm. And then and then maybe the joy of being pain-free when you wake up in the morning will be well worth it. And maybe it won't. Maybe you maybe you will bake your chocolate chip cookies every day. It's not the same person, but I mean, yeah. you will you, whatever you do. But that ability to balance your life by looking at all the things. You know, being a little more scientific about it and going I feel I feel either some physical pain or I feel some mental angst or whatever it is that that tells you you are not where you want to be in your life trying to find a balance and getting to the happiest what's the word equilibrium that you can I think is is sort of what we're here for for me, it is it is a fun process. It wasn't always. I'm like, why do I have to even think about what I eat? How come, come it's not just what's at the stores, what I should eat? Mm-hmm. Why isn't that the case? Or what my what my family fixed when I was a kid? Why isn't that what I should eat? Um, but I but I know now it isn't. So it 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 doesn't even make any difference why why that's not it. It's that I have to I have to find that balance. Um, I, and I'm getting closer to it. Like, and I think you are much more balanced than I am. You will work on something that's giving you joy for a while and you go, oh, this is not giving me joy anymore. And you move on to something else. <laughs> um, and I will just stick with something until I've got it right. Then I figure out how to incorporate it in the rest of my life. And that so far, it's always worked for me. Um, as I get older, I have less energy to spend doing that. I, I don't even know if it's less energy. I have less patience with it. I'm like, no, 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 I got to figure this out and, get, and move on. Mm. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and further refine these points. Okay, so on that note, I want to talk about ignoring problems that you know need to be solved or work that you know needs to get done and just not doing it because you're worried about something like that. Okay, I'll use my example. Okay. My example is that my taxes... Um, I reported on my taxes, but I felt like I didn't put the expenses in the right categories and all this stuff. And I was just so worried. It's like, oh, what if I get audited? What if they say this? What if I say that? I reported everything on there to the best of my ability, and it was all true. So I finally was just like, look, man, just do it. Like, stop being so worried about what is going to happen and take the thorn, the splinter out of your skin. Because that is, it's the exact same thing. If you have a splinter in your arm or in your skin or anywhere, if you do not take that out, you might be able to ignore it for five minutes. But in six minutes, you're not going to be able to ignore it. And you'll ignore it for another five minutes. And then on the sixth minute, you're going to feel it again. 
And it's always better to just do the pain of using that sharp needle and getting it out of there. It's going to suck for a minute and then you'll be done with it. You can move on with your life. So in the same way, the taxes, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to write, I'm going to cut these checks. I'm sending it to the IRS. You take care of it from there. (laughs) If you got a problem with it, just let me know. We can work it out. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a common problem is that we imagine all the things that are going to go wrong. And so we don't do it. And it's, just there nagging you yeah. all the time and and especially if you're good at focusing like me you can put it out of your brain for a while mm-hmm. but it's it's still there yeah it's still it doesn't it doesn't go away um and we were talking about a little bit about this the other night that it is there's there's very little that you can do in the world that can't be fixed or can't be lived with right you know, and I, and I use that, that, you know, the worst experience, you know, even killing somebody. Okay. You can't unkill them, but you're, you can pay for it. You can, you can do the best to, to remedy, remedy the effects of that. And it is eh, saying that you should, that it's okay to kill no, people. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no. But, but. There is, it's never, it's never without the next step. Right. You know, there's always an after that, unless you're dead. And then who knows what's happening then? You know, we all have our thoughts on that. But while you're alive, those simple things that are not at all like dying or killing somebody, like doing your taxes, the worst that can happen is that you do it wrong and they tell you you did it wrong and you pay a fine and you pay the money you were supposed to pay or you redo your taxes to put the expenses in the right place and and then you move on instead of making it such a uh, you know a big event that is a lump in your throat and in your stomach for months yeah i did a video shoot last week and i shot the video on wednesday i edited it on thursday and i delivered it on thursday night and that was beautiful I love working that way. I hate putting work off. Like putting work off is the equivalent of like like a splinter times 10. I can't I hate doing it so much. Like cuz it, it also is just like um I I want to get on to bigger and better things. I'm like let's do this and let's move on. You know, like even if this sucks, like let's just get it done and move on. That's that's how we're really going to improve. Because 90% of the time that you spend when you're like, so like if you have a project and like, oh, we want it in two weeks, you're going to spend that two weeks playing on Twitter, going on NeoGAF, Reddit, all this stuff. And then I'm not, <laughs> you're going to go on Facebook. That's true. I am. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to read a book. Yeah. Just I'm whatever gonna... it happens to be. You're going to do all those things. And then you're going to finally do the work. It's going to take like two hours and you'll be done. Yeah. But you could, you're, you've got that mental energy loss. Because you've just been spending all that time in the back of your mind. Oh, I got to get that done. I got to get that done. But if you just get it done, then you're like, what am I going to do? What can I do? Hmm. Hmm. What should I do now? Yeah. Someone posted on Facebook, ironically, (laughs) today that something is uh, about how, you know, that moment when you lay down and you go, 
get ready to go to bed and go, oh, that free time I had today was actually the time I was supposed to be doing <laughs> something else. <laughs> or like, or when you have free time, is this a really free time or have I just forgotten something or put something off that I really needed to do? Like, do we really have the free time that we think we do? That's a great point. And let me tell you something. When you, when it's really your free time, like when you, it's really your free time, that is unbelievable how good that feels <laughs> yeah and i would venture to say most of us have never really actually felt it we've taken time yeah yeah you take time where out of I, I feel i just really feel like um my life recently has all about been about clearing my plate at the expense of like making like some missing opportunities i'm fine with that I just really want to get my life managed, managed, you know, I don't want these thorns in my side that are just there and I'm just living with them, you know, like, uh, credit card debt. That's a great example. It's just like the, I want, I don't want those thorns in my side. I don't want like, oh yeah, I bought all this equipment. I'm going to have to pay this off with the next job. I want to get to the point where when I need to buy equipment, I just have the spare money to do that. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, uh, I don't know, just whatever it happens to be. It's like, I, I don't want to always be focused on the future. Like, oh, if only I had this. If only it was like this. And I was like, no, I want to be there now. And I'm very like focused on that goal. I'll make missteps like, oh yeah, Star Fox Zero, that's coming out soon. Let me pre-order that. <laughs> just whatever it happens to be. But that no, type but of thing. I, I will tell you that you are my role model for having something that needs to be done and doing it right then and not putting it off. Um, you may not be perfect at it, but you are a billion times better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to laugh that hard. No, no, but it's true. It's true. I will. And, and I don't know where it comes from for me, if there's been some specific time or whatever, but it is a fear of not doing well. Like even, even my legal work, if I were going to write a contract for somebody, I've written so many contracts. It is, you know, silly. I've done so many lease transactions. I can write one while I'm asleep, I think. <laughs> but I will still mull it over and mull it over before I actually get in there and do it. Like, oh, yeah. And, and sometimes that pays off for me. Like, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it pays off. My, I'm not even going to call it procrastination, but my mulling time yeah. has given me, you know, I, I think that something is a certain way and that there's only a certain way to uh, to do it. And after I think about it, then suddenly I, I will have a better idea. Like, oh, it should be done this way. Now, you know what? That's how it should be done. And I know that's a much better solution. What I haven't come to terms with is that the original solution would have been fine yeah okay that's 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 where i was gonna <laughs> that's say that's where you are it's yes you are going to miss out some opportunities yes you're going to not reach quite the heights that you could if you just get it done right away but it's going to be good enough and you're going to what you lose in perfection you gain in experience and more uh output you know yeah. like not not that output is the end all be all like perfection is great but lots of times but it's just practice it's, it's also practice it's also more free time because you don't have to spend that time still thinking about this thing that needs to be done right yeah 
there was a time in my life and I don't know because I've never really gotten good at doing it right away I always have to mull everything over to make sure I I know all the pieces and all the parts and all the possible what's the best solution instead of a good enough solution or an effective solution um, I don't know if I will be able to then stop thinking about it once it's done and go and not be one day driving down the road and be thinking about it and go oh damn it I should have done this that would have been much better for my client um, I don't know. I think you will. I don't think, well, I mean, just speaking from personal experience, like, I mean, maybe that's just the difference. I mean, maybe some people are different, but like when we finish an episode for Adventure Archives, I'm done. I, I watch it and there's things that I'm like, oh, we should have done that. It, but it doesn't occur to me for a second, like, I'm going to go back and change it. I'm going to go fix it. Or really? Like, really? I'm not, no, I'm serious. Cause I would, I would no, like, not that I'd go back and fix it. There's plenty of times where I'm like, Oh, we should have done this. Yeah. Done no, that. no, no. But okay. you never think about going back and fixing it. No, it's done. It's, it's like school. When I was done with school, when I graduated from college, I was like, I will never go back to school again. Anything I want to learn, it's going to have to be outside of the school context. I won't do this anymore. And I made that like, that's not a hard promise for me to keep, but I promise I'm not going back to school. This is just, <laughs> it's just like such a frustrating experience to not be focusing on what you want to focus on you know it, it it's i just took it instead of like being like no i'm not doing this anymore i just kept taking it and then when i finally got free of it i was like nope but yeah no i just think it's really great i like having like a library of work that i've made and and not not just having to hang my hat on like oh yeah i've done one good thing and then just always be like what's oh, that thing it's like no i did this and i'm working on this right now and i got this in the works and all this stuff i just think that's a lot more interesting and yeah. fun well and you really like the process of the work that you do right that's true um yeah. like you were talking yesterday about how much you enjoy getting up every morning and oh doing your yeah blog. oh i love it like getting up every morning and then looking at the footage that i did yesterday and editing it together it's one of the few creative processes where it, it really makes itself. Like, uh, so for April, I'm trying to make one song a day. And that's hard. Like, that's really hard because you don't know what the song wants until you've given it enough time. So you have to sit there for like an hour or two until finally the song creates itself. But with the vlog, it's just put them in order and then use the music that you want to use and then watch it all fall into place. Like, you just use your... the hundreds of hours of tv you've watched over the course of your life to construct a uh, uh chimera that's made of all the <laughs> ideas that you've seen so where was i going with that well i'm not sure but um, <laughs> <laughs> well but I'm, I'm really i'm really glad that you like it and that that you have that drive to have something going on um some creative output all the time because not everybody is as creative as you are. Like you're a really creative person um, on lots of fronts. And and I think the most important one for you right now is that your life, you are creating your life mm, I on like that. purpose. Um, as, a, as a parent, for those of you who don't know, Robbie's my son. Um, as a parent, it is such a joy to watch my son really creating your life and not just kind of going along going well this is how it is this is this is the way it's always been this is how i this is how you know even even school you know you, you took it because you had to but once you got to the point where you didn't have to take it 
you decided that's not something I'm going to do. It wasn't that sharp. Well, it was that sharp that I wasn't going to take school anymore. It wasn't that sharp. I didn't start really creating my life until the last oh, few no, no, years. Oh, no, I know that. Yeah. Oh, no, I know that. Um, but it is still... I think I think Adventure Archives has been a big, big part of it for you, that you suddenly went, this is something I can really do. And I think the studio started it. Mm-hmm. It was something you really enjoyed doing. You're like... I mean, you're, you're, you literally called me on the phone and said, I know what I want to do. I want to teach people to move for the fun of it. And for that period of your life, that is what you wanted to do. I mean, you know, it's not that way anymore. There's other creative outlets for you. But, but you, you had, a, you had a, an inspiration and you followed it. Like you had it on the plane. You got off the plane and you called me. Yeah, yeah. And said it. Um, for me, if I'd had that inspiration on the plane, I would have written it down. I'd have made a lot of pros and cons. I'd have thought about it for a while. I'd have talked to 25,000 people about well, it. Well, see, I don't, yeah, give yourself some credit because you're the one who's like, let's do it. Oh, it's a lot easier for me to do it when it's somebody else that wants to do it. Oh. <laughs> now, I'm an activator. I am really good at if someone says. Because you know, I was like, I was like, I don't know about this. It's like, we got to lease a space and you got to do all this. And you're like, let's just do it. And I was like, well, okay then. <laughs> Maybe that maybe that's partly being a parent too. Like, okay, my baby's got a dream. I got to make it happen. No, I'm just kidding. I oh, a little bit of that though. But I I really do think that that whole idea of creating your own life, and I think that's why I wanted to talk about balance, is because I'm trying to do the same thing, and and I really think that there are several big prongs of life that that's what you you have to get all of those in balance obviously sleep nutrition hydration um creativity for me learning is is always a a a big one for me and connections with people i mean if you don't have those you know some quiet time maybe is is one of those prongs um but getting those in balance i think is the key to making a is to create is to creating your own happy life and and i don't I don't think it sounds selfish to want to do that. I don't think it sounds, you know, trivial. I've heard people say, you know, well, life's not just about being happy. Man, if it's not about that. No, th- th- I think that's like a very, you got to ask yourself that question. Because I think for some people, it really isn't. It It is about the drama for some people. And they want to have that. They want to have that story. And But for me, you know what it's about? It's about that feeling that I get when I think about snowy landscapes and playing video games when I was a kid, it's like that same feeling of like, this is so cool. And it's like the music and the visuals, all that combined, just be like, look how amazing this is. That is the feeling that I want to have all the time. And then the things I do give me that. I I try to make the things that I do give me that feeling. Yeah. And I think that's, that's, wonderful and yeah. and the way that that way that our lives should be i you know i'm i want the feeling that i get when i like when i watched your red river gorge video or when i when i see my grandsons in the various stages and i see them learn something new or 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 learning something new and how they will just do it over and over again and that look of delight on their face when they do something. Yeah. So I, I'm thinking of one particular 
video of Everett when he had some little nestling bowls and he was trying to get the blue one into the green one or the green one into the blue one. He was doing it exactly backwards. And then he suddenly figured it out. And he wasn't even talking then. He was barely sitting. And and then he did it again. And he just cackled like, <laughs> oh, I got this. I am never forgetting this. <laughs> or the first time, you know, well, maybe not first, but one of the times that he, at the park, he climbed up a few stairs. He crawled up, and when he got to the ta- top, he turned around and just laughed out loud, like, oh, my God, I made it to the top. Nobody stopped me. I made it. I didn't fall. I didn't get hurt. He was just so happy. That's the feeling that I think life is about. It's that that sense of self-worth and that the world is fine and I'm happy to be in it. That's the life I want to create. Um And I find that if I don't, I want to bring it back to the whole balance. When I don't contribute it to all the prongs that I think do, then I don't have that feeling. But when I do, I don't, I don't need to be around my grandkids. I don't need to necessarily be around you. I don't have to, I don't have to be doing anything in particular, but I will, I will hear some music or I will look outside and there'll, you know, there'll be a hawk on the tree out there or there's some really cool music or video on the TV, whatever, whatever it might be. But I get that feeling that this is an amazing life we get to live. And, and I don't get that feeling when I don't balance things out. Hmm. Cool. I think that was a good way to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> I'm good with that. Do you have any closing thoughts? No, I think that was my closing thought. I think that was a good closing thought. Do I have any closing thoughts? Not really. I guess just um, ask yourself. I I guess just be self-righteous about your ability to create your life. Like uh, instead of don't play the victim. Don't talk about what's wrong with the world. By all means, talk. What? That was weird. Uh, I muted it and then it unmuted. It was weird. Um, Just don't focus on it. There's so many things wrong with the world. It's just as delusional to focus on everything that's right than it is to focus on everything wrong. So just do the one that makes you happy because focus on what's right will make you happy. I don't care what it is, man. Focus on the fact that a new video game you want to play is coming out. Focus on the fact that you're going to eat a piece of chocolate cake if that's what you're inclined to do. Whatever it is, but it's take it back, okay? Don't let anybody take that happiness away from you because it it's ridiculous when you think about it. Like if somebody tried to tell me right now after listening to this podcast and be like, you guys are just naive, blah, 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 and I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this. Go do your thing. Thank you for your comment. I will see you later. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, well, we've obviously we're – it's not our final thoughts, but um, – <laughs> It is, it is so easy for people to think, you know, that everything is everything is wrong, and that that if you think something bad will happen, something bad will happen. But it's much harder to say if something you know you think something good, something good's going to happen. That's so but true. It, yeah. yeah, but it but it really doesn't make any difference. Right. If you are happy, you can make the decision that what has caused you to be happy is valid, and no matter what anybody else says. You, you don't have to be unhappy. You don't have to, you don't have to give in to that. 
your life, you get to choose, you get to choose what makes you happy. And if you're, if you really want to be happy, then you'll choose that what's happening makes you happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it doesn't preclude doing new things and getting the things that aren't in your life in your life. Okay. Um, We could keep talking forever. So I think we're going to wrap it up. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you. uh, We will see you next time. Bye.